0: David Lyons was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2006 at the age of 47. A bodybuilder and former fitness center owner, David chose to fight his MS head-on through bodybuilding. Now He founded the MS Bodybuilding Challenge in 2008, and in 2009 at the age of 50, he competed in his first bodybuilding contest with MS, winning a Most Inspirational Trophy. Then in 2013, David received the Health Advocate of the Year Award alongside fitness icon Lou Ferrigno. Then in 2015, bodybuilding legend Arnold Schwarzenegger honored him with the Health Advocate Lifetime Achievement Award. And David is here today as he has created a very unique fitness website for the MS, chronic conditions, and aging communities under his Optimal Body Brand called the Optimal Body Brand Training Program. And this is a very interactive program that educates and trains people in his one-of-a-kind training methods that actually create neuroplasticity, muscle fiber activation, and brain-to-muscle reconnection. Optimal Body has been voted the most comprehensive fitness program in the world three years in a row. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome David Lyons to the program. Welcome back, David. Hey, Ward. It's always a pleasure being interviewed by you. It's an honor. Well, it's always great to have you because you're such an inspiration to many, many people. Uh, Kind of walk us back through this journey because in 2007, you were diagnosed with MS. Uh, What was the thought process at that time for you knowing that you uh, you were strongly into fitness?
1: Well, you know, it was kind of a punch in the face. It was actually 2006 that I was diagnosed. And I was 47 years old, which is kind of late to be diagnosed for a a disease like MS. I, I was working out in the gym ward and all of a sudden I started to go numb on my left side and I had really bad pains in my arm. You know, first thought is, am I having a heart attack here? You know, I'm in the gym working out, I'm getting older, you know, maybe my heart's not working that well. And I, I quickly dismissed that because it wasn't really heart attack symptoms. It was more of a numbness and and kind of an inability to move. So I knew something was wrong, but I thought maybe I had pinched a nerve. So I ignored it, and I didn't really do anything about it. I kept working out, doing what I was doing. But slowly, over a few months, I became paralyzed from here down. So from the chest down, I could barely move. And I say paralyzed because I couldn't feel anything. I had very little movement, I could move a little, but my legs were not working at all. The upper body part was, you know, trying to move, but it was devastating because immediately they rushed me into a hospital and they said, you know, we don't know what's going on, but it looks like you could have a brain tumor or possibly brain cancer that is causing this. Now long story short, I was in the hospital for five days when they diagnosed me with MS. I didn't even know what MS was, Ward. You know, doctor says you have MS. I thought I was one of Jerry's kids. I thought (laughs) I had dystrophy. I didn't know the difference between one thing or the other when it comes to, you know, these types of diseases. But he explained it to me. And he said, Dave, I've got to tell you something. We did all the testing possible. You have some severe damage here. And this is an advanced case of multiple sclerosis which means that your nerves are attacking itself and you're going to be in a wheelchair probably in about six months. I looked at the doctor ward and you know what I said to him? I said, doc, you know medicine and I'm not disputing it, but you don't know my God. I will never be in a wheelchair other than for you to wheel me out of this hospital. And that's the long and the short of that story.
0: Well, how did you, how did your training change knowing that you're in the gym, you're working out like you always do. Uh, did you do, start doing research on MS and then work from that research to creating new training for yourself?
1: Well, this is where it gets real interesting. You know, I said to the doctor, you know, God's on my side. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to beat this disease. But I had no idea what that meant. I went online. I started to look at what what is MS and what do people with MS say about it? And boy, it was not good. There was um, like sight after sight that just said, my life is over. I can't do this. I can't do that. It was very, very depressing reading this. I started praying. You know, and this is what I love about your show is because I could say what I have to say about God and my faith, and I'm not being told I can't. So thank you for that, because this is where God really steps in.
0: Well, people need to realize that uh, God still heals today. And, you know, and that's where, and and regardless what medical condition you may be dealing with, and uh, regardless what the medical reports are saying, uh, there's always, you know, the Lord goes beyond uh, whatever the medical report says. And he makes a way where there seems to be no way, especially when it comes to healing. And uh, you've proven that fact. So you're you're more than free to talk about Jesus all you want. (laughs) Because I will, because this is this is where
1: the story starts getting very, very faith-driven. Because I started to to see all of this negativity. And I prayed every day, you know, God heal me, heal me. And if you're not gonna heal me, show me what the, the the path is here, why I have MS. Now this was not a a short process because God works in his timing and maybe he needed to kind of humble me a little bit. It took me about a year, almost a year and a half before I realized that I needed to get back into the gym. I thought that I would just get up and go, but I couldn't ward. My legs were not working. My hand wasn't working. I couldn't even squeeze my fingers. So you see, I could do this. My fingers were like this. They weren't moving my arm. I had no feeling whatsoever. So I was pretty messed up when it comes to trying to go back to the gym. And this is where my faith came in and I kept praying, God, show me a year and a half goes by and I'm dealing with the battle of depression and faith. And, but every day I'm praying and I'm praying, God, either heal me or show me one or the other. I don't care which one it is. It's your, it's your choosing. I'm going to follow whatever path that is ward. And I kept praying about a year and a half into this, just one day. I look in the mirror and I hear that voice and he says, look in the mirror and look who you see, is that who I created? Or is that who you created? And I said, that's who I created, I guess, because here I am all messed up with MS. And I had gone. Ward from about 200 pounds of muscle in a year and a half back to about 160 pounds of nothing. Cause I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating right. I was pretty much just staying at home, doing nothing. My friends who were bodybuilders and I lived in Orlando at this time, my friends who were bodybuilders, competitive bodybuilders kept trying to tell me, go back to the gym. And I kept saying, I don't want to go there. I'm embarrassed. I look like garbage. I can't move. How am I going to work out? But that day, when I looked in the mirror, God said to me, you know what to do, go back into that gym. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how he was going to do it, but I got called my friends up. They literally put me in their car, took me to the gym, took me in and out of equipment because I couldn't move. Well, I couldn't feel what I was doing. They were helping me with leg presses so that I wouldn't kill myself. As time went by several months went by, I started putting on muscle. I'm 175 pounds now and I'm going, God, I know that there's a plan here. You got to show me what the plan is. And I turned to my, my training partner who unfortunately now has passed away, Darren Barnes. And I said, Darren, I want to compete as a bodybuilder. And he said, you're crazy, but let's do it. And everybody started supporting me. And that's where the MS bodybuilding challenge came in, not the MS fitness challenge, which is now what we do with the charity. This was about me beating MS myself. I wasn't really looking at helping anybody at this point. I was trying to figure out how do I beat this disease? So I trained and I trained and I tore muscles and. All sorts of crazy things were happening, but I got myself up to over 215 pounds, pretty big, got myself ripped, went and competed in the Florida State. These guys, they, they killed me in the competition because they were tremendous. Because by the time I was you know, cut and everything, I was back down to about 175. These guys were at 210 and 220. So they gave me this really beautiful trophy, which is actually behind me up there. And it was the most inspirational bodybuilder because I got a standing ovation, everybody was really excited about what I was doing. But you know, here's where things started to turn. I wasn't cured of MS. The bodybuilding wasn't really helping my MS. I was getting stronger. I looked good. I was able to lift a lot of weight, but I still was dragging my leg. Still really couldn't squeeze my fingers. I had to use wraps, you know, straps just to hold on to dumbbells or, or use a bar. Things were not going in the direction that I wanted, although I felt better from the workouts. So I went back to the drawing board, but first I asked God, what do I have to do? Study, 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 study the brain, study the nervous system studied the body again. Now I had been in fitness as a trainer and a trainer educator for probably 25 years by the time I was diagnosed. So I was almost 30 years into fitness, but I didn't know anything really about the nervous system and I knew nothing about MS. So I had to learn. And that's where God steered me, learn, learn, But what he did more importantly is he gave me a wife who is the most godly woman I've ever met, who said to me after I stood there with that trophy, she said, this looks great and I'm proud of you and I know God's proud of you. And I know everybody's patting you on the back, but Dave, think about this. Is this the path God wants you on to be a competitive bodybuilder? How is that actually helping people with MS? She said, pray about it. And that's what I did.
0: Well, how did you get your movement back?
1: (laughs) Here we go. This This is the story. So after studying, now that I'm listening to my wife and then listening to God in this new direction, which is now the MS Fitness Challenge, my wife said, let's start a charity where we're helping other people. You are great as a bodybuilder. Well, let's now teach people how to overcome MS. But I didn't know how to do that ward. I wasn't really overcoming MS. I was looking good, like I said, and getting stronger, but my movement was still messed up. My coordination, everything was bad. Studying and I studied studies. I found studies outside of the United States and other countries, because we don't study these things here in our country because we rather give people medication than cure things or help them the right way. So I went and I have found studies in Europe and places that they were trying to find cures and they were finding connections between how the brain works and how the focus of what you do creates the ability for nerves to get regenerated. So I started to use these things on myself. And I would try different things and I would write them down and I would put everything into notes so that I knew what I was doing and slowly, but surely I developed what I call now optimal body training. And these were training methods that were enabling my body to reconnect from the brain to the muscle to create neuroplasticity. For for those of you who don't know what that is, it's where you take nerves that are not working any longer, you kind of delete them and push them over and you find the nerves in your body that do work and you redirect them. Now it's a tough and long process, but it can be done and it is done all the time if you train properly.
0: And you have to be patient because the nervous system, when it comes to healing is very, very slow to respond, but people need to realize the the nervous system can regenerate. And remap itself, which is like what you were saying. You're 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 moving those nerve fibers that are no longer responding, and you're concentrating on the ones that do because those are the ones that can actually create new nerve pathways to ignite movement back into the body. Absolutely.
1: So there was neuroplasticity. There was brain-to-muscle connection by the thought of what you're doing. There's acetylcholine production. So acetylcholine is a chemical that we produce in our brain that moves muscles. Without acetylcholine, you can't move your muscles. And people have different levels of acetylcholine. Elite athletes that are champions have a very high level. The average person has kind of a medium level. Someone with MS has like this much. It's like nothing, okay? Because it's not being produced because- well, the other,
0: Yeah, because the other thing is acetylcholine is, is the very nutrient that's responsible for muscle memory. That's and, right. you know, for a lot of you watching and listening, acetylcholine is the very nutrient in the brain that connects our short-term memory into long-term memory storage. That's, that's the missing link when it comes to Alzheimer's because they're no longer producing acetylcholine, so they always remember the past very vividly but have a very hard time with uh, the here and now and uh, short-term memory, so that acetylcholine is not just for the brain, it's actually a signal for the muscles.
1: Absolutely, and the last thing is muscle fiber activation, which goes back to acetylcholine. So if we have all of those things working at the same time, the hand works, the legs work, okay? You can overcome MS limitations, in fact, I've used this with ALS. I've used it with Parkinson's. I've used it with rheumatoid arthritis, with lupus, with Lyme disease, with fibromyalgia, all different chronic conditions. So I'm not just working with people with MS. Now we are now working with chronic conditions, but this is how I was able to start the movement that I needed and to be able to then lift my knee, which was not moved. My leg was dragging like the hunchback. And now I'm able to lift the knee up. So I did that on myself for probably a good year to almost two years before I even started doing it with anyone else. Once I knew it worked for me, I had developed about 12 different training methods that some of them I call contraction training and, you know, time on tension is one of them, which I didn't create, but I use. So I've taken all of these and now I'm helping other people. And I'm seeing the same results over and over. I'm going around the country with my wife doing these 12 week MS fitness challenge events where we're going into gyms and we're working with trainers and we're working with 20 or 30 people that have MS and we're changing their lives, but then COVID hits. So now what do we do? Well, I have to go online and I started a program online, a membership program and helping people one-on-ones, which I do myself, um, all over the world. I'm working with right now, 40 people in nine countries and it's amazing. But the way that all of this happened is from studying how the body works and understanding that if you focus your thought, hundred percent hyper-focusing actually. On the muscle you're working. So you individually work those muscles, those muscles will learn to respond, even though they're not responding now. And like you said, it's time consistency, focus, and making sure that you're doing a training method that changes, because if you do the same thing, every single month after month, after month, like a lot of people are doing with people with MS and it's incorrect but they're having them do functional movements Well, your body can't function if it's not strong enough to function. So how are you going to do a squat when you haven't built the muscle or the connections in the muscle to work, to be able to do a squat. So this would would take me hours to really explain everything, but in a short sentence, you've got to strength train the body properly through focus driven thought based training that creates these different processes in the body, muscle fiber activation, brain to muscle connection, neuroplasticity, acetylcholine production. If you do that, you then overcome your limitations. And that's what I'm doing.
0: Well, what have doctors told you uh, not only about your program, but also uh, your recovery?
1: Well, originally the doctors would tell people with MS, don't exercise. Okay. Then probably about 10 years ago, they started to tell people, yes, you can exercise, but don't overdo it and just do slight movements, you know, do like little functional things. When I started doing what I was doing, my wife and I, we went to, to my neurologist and this, this was about eight years ago now. And they held up my, and I did MRIs because we, you know, we test to see how many lesions and blockages and things that are going on disconnects that I have in my brain and my spine. When I was first diagnosed ward, I had 12 lesions in my brain and I had two or three or somewhere around there in my spine, which was blocking the ability for my legs to, to move when they did that last MRI about eight years ago. And I haven't gone for one since they showed 25 lesions in the brain and six in the spine, which means the disease progressed. But here I am running on a treadmill, squatting 500 pounds, doing one arm dumbbell rows with hundred pound dumbbells, jumping rope. Okay. Doing all these things. The doctor put up that MRI into that, that little viewer and my wife, who's an RN was with me and he's talking to her and he goes, your husband can't walk. I don't understand this. If you look at those lesions and where they are in his spine, there's no connections. I don't understand it. And I said, doc, why aren't you talking to me? You're talking to my wife, (laughs) talk to me and I'll explain it to you. And I explained it to, to him. And he was shocked, but he started sending me his patients to train them. So it does not matter what these lesions are doing. It does not matter what, what the MRIs are reading. It matters what you do to, to counteract
0: that. Okay, All right. L- let me back up uh, a bit because and I want the I want the the viewers and the listeners to know something. So with multiple, scler- multiple sclerosis, it is the deterioration of the myelin sheath, it's a white coating around the nerves. And there are things that can be done to help to reduce the the degeneration and possibly uh, to spur healing of the myelin sheath. So with with the MRIs that you're talking about, I'm wondering, they're probably looking at lesions, because it's kind of like, uh, you know when somebody has, uh, they get a really bad case of pneumonia, and then a year or two later they go in, they get a chest x-ray done, and the doctor can see the scarring right. from the pneumonia? I'm wondering if the MS MRI is, is basically just showing past scarring because the MRI is not going to show muscle growth, uh, you know, not muscle growth, uh, nerve-ending growth. I'm thinking it's showing what hap- happened in the past. It'll, already, right. it'll always be there. But what's more important is what, what's going on on the outside that everybody can see.
1: Well, absolutely. You know, there, there are uh, times where you'll, you'll get an MRI and, and the lesions might shrink or it looks like they're not there or whatever, you know, they, they can improve. I don't have the, the, what they call relapsing remitting form of MS. I have a more advanced form of it. So my MS was progressive and it was going to progress no matter what. So what I had to do is I had to create the ability to almost say to my body, that's not happening." And we need to make these connections and we need to generate muscle and we need to regenerate nerves to make these body parts work. Although the MS is saying it can't. So, and, and here's where it gets very confusing ward, because I'm not a medical doctor, but you know, the doctors, they, they don't know. So they're guessing. And when you ask them why is this, or why is that happening? Their answer is. We don't know. So with all the money that's going into these places that are supposedly doing research for a cure for all of these years, why don't they know? And if you, you ask a simple question, like, you know, how come Dave is able to run on a treadmill yet? He has 25 lesions in his brain. The doctors throw their hands up. So I'm not here to tell people why I'm just telling people how, because it works. And I've done this with thousands of people in 25 countries over all of these years now, 13 years we've been doing this. And it's unbelievable because I have not gone for an MRI in eight years. I have no desire to ever even go to a neurologist anymore because I refuse to take their MS medications and I I eat right. I train right. I think, right. And I pray, right. And that's what's important to me, and that is what works.
0: So you don't even take the medication for MS? No, no. Wow, that's pretty incredible, because I know that MS medications are usually used to reduce or prevent a relapse, or what I usually call a flare-up. Because if you have a flare-up, your condition actually gets worse after the flare-up.
1: Yes, it can, and... You know, the medications work for some people, a lot of people, they don't work and they have to constantly change those meds. So every few years they're taking something different. They're going from this medication to that medication. And really what confuses me is if all these medications were so good, why do we need so many of them? And why is it that you have to keep switching those medications? Again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not here to tell people not to take medication. I'm just saying that for me, I don't take it. I don't need it. I'm never going to do it. And I'm going to keep going down the path I'm going. And the people that I work with, I don't advise them not to take their medications ward. If they are on medications, I tell them to discuss it with their doctor and they could go down whatever path is good for them. But what I do do is I change their lives drastically in what they can do. Like people that can't get out of wheelchairs are now walking people that couldn't get up and down stairs. I have some of them and all of this is on video. I have not only do I have documentation and writing and testimonials, I have video of it where people have come to me struggling to walk up and down the stairs. Now they're running up and down stairs with weighted uh, ankle weights on. Okay. And, and these were people that the doctors said, you gotta, you know, relax, and this is just going to progress. So who's right, God or them?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, can you share with us uh, some of your uh, remarkable uh, people that you've worked with? Maybe some that uh, maybe have seemed that they've lost hope, and now they're walking again? Yeah, well,
1: more than that, I had a woman that came to me, Pat, she was 75 years old. And and this is pretty recent, where she came to me and said, and she was in a wheelchair, by the way. And she said, Dave, I need you to train me one-on-one you're my only hope. And I said, what's going on? She said, I can't lift my right. I think it was a right arm. Yeah. She couldn't lift her right arm up to comb her hair. And she had been going to physical therapy and, and trainers coming to the house and doctors and meds and all this stuff. Seven years, the arm is, is locked in place here. And she's in a wheelchair. I said, Pat, what we're going to do is we're going to do my training methods and we are to see how far we can take this. I said, this is a long process. Okay. What, what else do you want to do other than be able to lift your hand and comb your hair? She said, I want to be able to stand up at my fence in the backyard. Okay. Because she had a beautiful yard and she couldn't get out of the wheelchair without someone lifting her. I said, all right, we'll work on that. So I did everything in my program that I would do with anyone. And I, of course I custom do it for my individuals that I work one-on-one with. So I did this with her. Four months or four months she did a video where she went like this and lifted her hand and to comb her hair, she could do this. And she stands up and holds onto the fence in her yard and stands there for minutes on legs that were unable to stand before. And she was 75 and in a wheelchair for probably 15 years. Okay. And that arm was locked in there for seven. I you I've know seen that.
0: Will she regain some muscle mass in her legs? She already is.
1: Absolutely. And she's regaining it in her upper body because we're not just focusing on legs. It it is a full body training program using individual muscles as we need to use them. So one day we do one group of muscles. Next day we do another. Next day we do another. It's a three-day cycle until the whole body is worked. So I don't do this whole body thing in one shot. People with MS or chronic conditions, they can't work out for two hours in the gym. It's too fatiguing. It actually is counterproductive. So people that go to the gym and they're just working out for all these hours and they're not getting any results. Well, the reason is your body's not responding. Number one, you're not using training methods that create processes. And number two, you're fatiguing your body to the point where it's not going to recover. So. Pat at seventy-five years old is still now gaining muscle, gaining more mobility, and moving forward. But here's another story that that you'll find interesting. So I have a woman that ca- came to me three years ago. Okay, she was out of shape. She just had a third child, struggling to bend her legs to walk up to the second story where all the bedrooms were. Not in a wheelchair, but only in her thirties. Okay. Just pretty, pretty rough with MS as far as her mobility and strength. Do you know now? We just did a before and after picture. She looks like a fitness model and she runs up and down her stairs. And this is one of the people that puts ankle weights on and runs. Okay. She's on a treadmill now at the gym. She's doing all sorts of weights like uh, like a bodybuilder. She said, I want to, I want to now be like a fitness pro, you know, and she looks amazing. And that's just another one. And there's so many of them from 20 year olds to 80 year olds I'm working with, and they're all getting the same type of results based on what their symptoms and their limitations are. It's taking people three months or three years. It just depends on how their body's responding, but every one of them is getting
0: results from this. And so, a lot of these programs are individualized. Let's say if someone has MS or rheumatoid arthritis, uh, fibromyalgia. So the so you kind of tailor that program to that person.
1: If I'm working one on one, yes. If they're the uh, if they go and join the membership part of it, which is just they go in and watch videos and the videos of me actually going through the workout. That those programs will work for any type of chronic condition. It just depends on the result of your own body and how it responds to it, how quickly it will work. So whether you have arthritis or whether you have MS, if you implement these training methods, your body has to respond because we're forcing a brain to muscle connection. We're forcing acetylcholine to be produced at a high level. We're forcing the body to do what it it didn't want to do, before you started doing these type of training methods. So it does not matter. But when someone has like really serious issues, I got to work with them one-on-one because this way I could change certain things specifically for them. And it would happen a lot faster working with me than it would just going into the program.
0: So what, okay. Besides just the fitness part, what's the nutrition part like? Very
1: anti-inflammatory.
0: So, There's a
1: lot of MS nutrition programs out. there. There's a lot of diets and they're good diets. There's, you know, doctors that have come up with diets. There's people that have MS that have come up with diets based on very good sound principles. The problem that I found with them is that they became too extreme. So what, what happens is people try it and they can't do it. So what I do is I give them a basis. You know, solid ground. We don't want to put our feet into sand, sinking sand. We want to have a solid foundation. So I give them the solid foundation of anti-inflammatory food, anti-inflammatory supplements, and things that are not good. When you have conditions like MS, dairy is really terrible because it creates inflammation. I guarantee you, it'll probably create inflammation in your body and you don't even know it. It's just not a great type of food group. So dairy is out. We try to try to stay gluten free now, you know, sugar, nobody benefits from sugar. Nobody (laughs) benefits from artificial flavors, colors, artificial sweeteners. All of that has to come out. So my nutrition is a sound basis for, for anti inflammation of the body.
0: That is, David, I'm so proud of you. I mean, you have created this amazing program to help so many people and and it, de- it defies medical science. And I think that's the coolest part of the whole program.
1: Well, I don't want you to be proud of me. I mean, I appreciate it, but I want you to be proud of what God does because through his strength, his wisdom, his grace. His guidance that this is happening. You know, I just won the lifetime achievement award from the social um, health network, which was phenomenal. And you know, I'm, I'm in the national fitness hall of fame with people like Jack Jacqueline. And I tell people, you know, when I post about these things, I want you to realize I'm not posting it because I, I think I'm so advanced and I'm so much better than people and, you know, pat myself on the back. I post it. And I make sure that I give glory to God and I thank him because all of these accolades and awards are his, they're not mine. I'm just the guy he happened to decide to use. And if I have to deal with MS for the rest of my life, because he wants to use me to help people. So be it. There's not, it's not, you know, people say to me, well, you know, why isn't your God healing you? Maybe God does not want to heal me. Maybe if he heals me, I can't be the spokesperson. I can't be the advocate if I don't have this and I don't feel it and I'm not living it day by day. How am I supposed to be out there telling people? Well, this is how it goes. This is why I don't question the healing part of it. Of course, God could heal me. He blink his eye and I'm healed. But He has better plans. He has plans to use me and not heal me, and I'm good with that.
0: Well, you know, and you bring up a very important point here, because God heals in different ways. And and in your case, the way that he brought healing to you was a way for you to bring healing to other people. If he would have healed you instantly, what would have happened to all of these other people? They, They may have never found a program or found someone to lead them to improve their overall mobility, but God used you in a very particular way in your healing journey that actually expanded his glory in touching other people who were dealing with multiple issues. And you were the very person to bring them a program that turned their life around and in many cases reversed their conditions.
1: Well, like I said, I tell people I'm not the smartest tool, the uh, the sharpest tool in this shed. Uh, I'm not the smartest guy in the room but one thing I am is um, I'm filled with faith and I listen to what God asked me to do. And even if it's something I'm not thrilled about doing, I will do it if he directs me to do it and shows me the way. And that's why I'm doing this. And you know, we're doing an event here in Palm Springs in December, which is an MS Fitness Challenge training camp where people are flying in from all over the country that have MS and we're working with them. and, And we've got speakers, one day, and we're going to be talking about nutrition, alternative medicine, mindset, and another day, Shauna Farigno, your good friend and mine, mm-hmm. will be with me speaking about, you know, how to, how to live a proper life when you're dealing with tra- uh, tragedy and, and trials. She's there. And then we're all going to be helping them go through my training program. And that's happening for two days in Palm Springs. And we're already full and it's just amazing. We've done this before. We did it in Idaho. Um, we, of course we got stuck with COVID so we couldn't do it the last few years, but we brought it back and now we're just excited to be able to help people that know us because they see us on the internet, but now they're going to be live with us and we we'll are get able to work with them. And again, this not, this is not just for Ms. This event is for Ms. The program itself, Ward, you can use it, and you can get results. I have people that have nothing wrong with them, and they're bodybuilders, and they follow my program because of the way they train. Now, they're lifting ridiculously heavy weights doing it, but they're still following the principles of the training and the mindset of it, so it works. Well, what is next for David Lyons? Ah, oh, gosh! Next is another year ahead. We're gonna—we're already planning our next training camp on the East Coast next year. I'm actually doing a pilot study with the University of Georgia that is going to be watching uh, probably a dozen people with MS go through my program for 12 weeks, and we're going to document the progress from the beginning to the end, so that we actually have a a, um, a university study with us showing people that optimal body works. And here's the proof, not because I say it, not because people doing it, say it, but because an independent party watching it says it. So that's coming next year as well. I'm just excited to just keep helping people with MS and working with people that want me to work with them one-on-one I'm here as well. They can reach out and see if I have some availability. I'm going to be taking on some new, uh, I call them students, not clients, students next year because this year I'm full, uh, but I'm excited to just keep helping people.
0: Well, When you get that study uh, back from the University of Georgia, you got to come back here and share the results with us.
1: I will. And one other thing that I've got to mention because it's faith-based is I'm speaking and writing for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I had done that From the time I was diagnosed, I started working with them almost 17 years ago. And I took a little hiatus because I was so busy working with people with MS, but I felt the calling. And at the same time I felt the calling, they just happened to reach out to me and asked me to start speaking. So I'm speaking at schools, I'm writing their devotionals that go out to the athletes via email. And I'm excited about what God's doing uh, with the faith part of everything that's happening in my life as well
0: well you have proven the fact that uh, it's always the body the mind and the soul uh, and you're putting it together ladies and gentlemen you need to head over to msfitnesschallenge.org to learn more about what David Lyons is doing to help people with not just MS but many chronic conditions like fibromyalgia rheumatoid arthritis you know, lack of movement. I mean, the list goes on and on. And like he said, we can all benefit from his program because, you know, his program focuses not only on movement, but also getting the foods out of our diet that lead to inflammation. And because that's a very big deal. And just think about this he's created a program that focuses not just on the muscles, but focuses on the brain, uh, the brain to muscle connection neuroplasticity. This is a phenomenal program. And again, go to msfitnesschallenge.org. Check out all the information that David has provided. And for those of you that uh, need one-on-one uh, consultation, uh, David, for those that do need that one-on-one help, how do, do they go through the same website? Well, they can, and they can email me. My email's on
1: there, which is david at msfitnesschallenge.org. Or they could go to my fitness website, which is davidlionsfitness.com and they could book a, a consult with me there as well.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, right here and now, there is help available for you. And look, take that step of faith, because let me tell you what this step of faith is going to do. You contact David and you get the help you need. Well, you're going to live that biblical principle and that command that Jesus has always given us. Rise Up and Walk, because it can be done. And uh, David's created this incredible program that literally, I think, God laid on his heart and uh, and is blessing people around the whole world are finding a whole new way of life, a very healthy life indeed. David, man, I want to thank you so much for coming back on the program.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, Ward. It's always a pleasure, and you're a great guy, and just... You're one of the easiest guys to get an interview from because, you know, you, you ask the right questions always.
0: Well, I try to do my best, and but I give all the glory to God for all of the things that he's been doing for me and giving me the, uh, the ability to, you know, talk to people like you that are making a huge difference in this world. And David, it's always an honor and a pleasure to have you on the program. And ladies and gentlemen, again, you need to head over to msfitnesschallenge.org. And you can connect with David there as well. And if you need to, need to uh, have him help you, he is ready and he is willing. So uh, please take advantage of that because it just takes one small step of faith. And for many of you, well, that step of faith could be just one simple email that will literally change your life. So again, David Lyons with the MSFitnessChallenge.org. And I want to thank all of you for watching and listening. And as for me, well, I'm going to uh, jump on my bicycle and do a few miles for my own exercise, and then I'll see you next time.